if you're under quarantine right now, fear not. Because um, the Talk Nerdy to Me Worldwide Headquarters is also under quarantine. So we are... And it just so happened to be that when it was announced that we were on quarantine, we were all in the building. And so the Best Friends in the World podcast is on. We're not going to let what's going on in the world distract us from giving you the best possible show that we can. Try and make it work. Yeah, we got <laughs> we got bye 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 on the eight bit. Uh, it's gonna be good. Love that. Love See, that. Here's, and uh, go ahead. Here's what people don't know is that at some point there's gonna be a contest with uh, all the eight bit openings that we've had, and you're gonna have to write them all down in order Ooh. to win a prize, and you're gonna have to go back to a certain point. So hopefully, people have been keeping track of the eight bit openings that we've had. I'm on this show, and I'm not sure I can do that. I, I can't. I pick them, and I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I, I have no idea. But uh, I, I can't start the show without addressing the the dark, dark day that is this St. Patrick's Day um, across the Commonwealth due to unforeseen circumstances, COVID-19, the coronavirus, as it's more commonly known. On this St. Patrick's Day, bars and restaurants are closed for dine-in, which makes um, which makes enjoying St. Patrick's Day out a little bit difficult. So for my people, it's a sad time because this is the point where everybody wants to be Irish, and you have to do it sadly in the confines of your own home. Um. And I'm actually going to piggyback off of that uh-huh. to kind of push. Uh, we don't really push agendas on the show much. We really don't. No. We try not to be no. preachy. But I'm going to uh, kind of push this. Yep. Um, if you have local restaurants in your town that you like, if you have a, a local business you really want to support, now's that time. Go buy gift cards. Go hit them up before they might have to close down for a bit. Uh, if they're doing curbside to go pick up, do that and make sure you're tipping well. Like, yeah, you know, just do what you can to help the little man in this time. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's a lot of, you know, local restaurants and local businesses that are just that are hurting right now. And, you know, it's um, a lot of places are doing you know everything they can to help out their waiving delivery fees, their you know, uh, I, I know if you order uh, Grubhub, Grubhub is uh, not charging the restaurant their commission right now. So, like, it, that's awesome. It's nice to see people, you know, kind of coming together and not, you know, it balances out when you hear people are fighting over toilet paper. So, you know, it's 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 a strange time. It's a weird time. I've never seen anything like it before. It's. Like the, the the term unprecedented is is overused a lot, I think, but I think it fits completely here. And on top of that, apparently from under quarantine, it's a dark day because Tom Brady is no longer a patriot. What the fuck? And I, I, like, I, I I expected a few things, but I'm going to let you, like, make our full announcement about it. But I did not. And I mean, I did not see this coming. No, uh, I I expected I expected a, uh, you know, a, a little bit of pageantry, a little bit of maybe, you know, um, a, a little bit of game playing. But he would have he would eventually resign maybe for like a year two years, but, uh, yeah, I did not see this coming word on the street is that, uh, the deal with Tampa Bay or the the deal with tampon Bay is almost official. It's just got to be announced. Just legally. They can't announce it at the time of this recording. Not only is Dick Cheney alive, but the rumor is that, (laughs) that Tom Brady is going to be a Buccaneer, which still sounds weird. No, the, the NFL, I think the NFL made an official announcement about it. Yeah, it's on NFL.com that says that in principle they have agreed to. Uh, they just can't. It has like legally they can't announce the deal yet because of his contract. Um, it just sucks to me that a guy that has done so much 
for the the Patriots organization the last time that he touched a football for the New England Patriots, it ended up in a pick six that knocked them out of the wild card playoffs. It is like that. That's a bummer to me. Like I wanted him to go out. If he was going to leave the Patriots, I wanted him to go out like, you know, on a high note uh, on a on a note that was representative of what he gave to that team and that organization. So it's kind of a sucky way to go. It bums me out. Um, I know that's life. You don't always get to go out on a high note, but just kind of a bummer. Yes. And I mean, it's not what I would have expected. Um, uh, you know, I'd heard rumors of San Francisco. Uh, one of the people I work with at um, my job, she's a huge huge NFL fan and she was convinced he was going to the Giants. Ugh. Um I I never and I mean never would have guessed that it was going to be Tampa Bay. And also no. I just have to touch on this. How extra pissed off do you think Vince McMahon is now? Because you know he would have tried to get Brady to appear at Mania. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Especially if the rumors are true that there's another former Patriot that is now in the WWE fold to some extent. Yeah. So The fact that uh, I don't even think it's a rumor. He's fully appearing on SmackDown this week. I just want it noted for the record that I have two NFL pops and they're both under the Patriots banner and neither one of them play for the Patriots anymore. Is that the two people we've just talked about? Yeah, yeah, it's Brady and Gronkowski. Like, what, what is happening? What is 2020 just needs to go home, man. Happily accept you into the Saints fold because Breeze is coming back for at least another year. Well, I mean, I don't, I, I'm not going to, like, give up on the organization in general, like, <laughs> as a whole, because, I, like, I want you to know uh, I am a gentleman and uh, the bet will continue year after year. Um, I'm sticking uh, with them, man. All right. All right. Uh, I'm going to lose a lot well, coming up, but, you know, <laughs> I'm prepared for that. It's okay. I'm okay with that. And. And whenever it may be, uh, Jared, Jamie, our full support on whatever you decide to do with LCTC is behind you or is behind. We're behind you for whatever you decide to do. But uh, whenever LCTC may or may not take place, we will figure out where to get a drink. Yeah, uh, I, Lexcon is one of our favorite, favorite events, not even Comic cons, you know, or comic and toy, however you nerd cons, whatever you want to call it. It is one of our favorite social gatherings of the calendar year. And I know that whenever it happens, whenever it takes place, it's going to be a fun time. It's going to be very well put together. It's it's going to be. You know, a place where, like, and now uh, it's funny because on my Facebook memories, a bunch of stuff from, like, two or three years ago is coming up because now it's, like, the time where Lexicon usually was. And I'm just, like, I look back on those pictures now, even now, it's, like, years later, and I'm, like, oh, man, I remember exactly everything about that picture. I remember what uh, I was doing, what was happening, and it was so good. Uh, John Barrowman yes. uh, popped up recently. Yes. Um, and, like, that one was... Uh, like, I think I got the thing that it was like two years ago and I was like, what? And, you know, it, it's just like this subtle little kick to the dick to be like, hey, <laughs> you don't, you don't get that in two weeks. Right. Yeah. And, you know, now that they're saying eight weeks on everything, I don't know if we'll get it in May either. I don't know. So I've, I've got my doubts. I'm hoping, um, that if they have to bump it back, I'm hoping they just, they can get it done. They can get it all in the clear. And they can get a date that's really going to work. Um, and uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we don't have Mr. Uh, Mr. Jared on to talk with us a little ah, bit in the next upcoming weeks. I'm, I'm so, down with that. I'm down with that. Hopefully we can make something work there. And, uh, yeah, so whenever LCTC is, we'll find a drink. 
the bet may or may not continue. If you guys just stink it up next year, I'm not going to make you. Yeah. If you don't even make the playoffs, I'm definitely not honoring the yeah, bet. Yeah, it's uh, it's it, it might be a rough rebuilding year. I don't know. We might there might be some trades. I don't know. There, there's a long time to go before before um, uh, training camp and stuff. So we'll see what happens. We'll sure. see. I don't know. But so yeah, well, you can. I will say you can't have Teddy Bridgewater. I want our backup. Well, I mean, never underestimate the power of uh, Robert Kraft and good rub and tug. So it's true. It's true. It's true. He's, he's well known for his, uh, you know, no vast knowledge of good rub and tugs. So <laughs> you didn't hear it from me, though. Allegedly. I have to say allegedly or I'll get sued, I guess. I don't know. I'm not trying to get a suit. Kind of the point. So, but yeah, the other big thing um, I've got. I, uh, so here's here's the thing is everybody's world is kind of upside down with, you know, COVID-19 with this coronavirus. Like the, the world as we know it is changing and adapting to this. You know, you're seeing sports events canceled or postponed or moved or whatever. I mean, this is the first year that the Kentucky Derby isn't happening the first Saturday in May since World War II. So the world is changing. And... For most people, you know, they say you look at the stats and they say, you know, 80 percent of people are going to have, you know, flu like symptoms and then you're going to recover and it's going to be fine. And it's kind of hard to keep that in mind when you see, you know, the 24 hour news cycle where they're always talking about, you know, uh, our governor, Andy Bashir is coming out. Um, he was doing twice a day. Now he's doing once a day where, you know, governors are updating you every day on new cases and new deaths and new this and new that. And, you know, stuff that has to be closed and stuff that has to be whatever. And it can be kind of scary. And so hopefully, you know, our, our programming, our shows, this episode, which is going to kind of tackle that in a way, but hopefully in a, in a bit of a humorous way to kind of take your mind off of that and give you something, you know, to, to, to put on and, and not have to worry about, you know, the, the real world for, for an hour or so. Cause that's kind of what we strive for. Let's fuck off for 45 minutes. <laughs> all right. So watching all this cycle, it got me thinking. And okay. this is something that's always dangerous. I, it is very dangerous uh, because <laughs> we're, we're going to talk about a couple things today that we don't normally talk about that you and I haven't really talked about in depth at all. And so this is going to be kind of an interesting look into us and who we are as people, because this is going to be a pretty interesting conversation, I think. Okay. So I'm going to pose a hypothetical to you. And I want I want to know because this is this is kind of what we've been talking about because after you see you know how schools are reacting how you know jails are reacting how libraries are reacting restaurants you know all the public transportation all these different things and you see all these industries reacting to what's going on and then eventually you kind of run out of real life things to talk about how they would react to it. So you start coming up with like hypothetical stuff and you start kind of talking, you know, outside of the scope of what we've seen. And so I'm going to pose a hypothetical to you because I want to have like, I, I want to kind of just, you know, break down what you would, what you would think. And I'll, I'll give mine of course, and we'll, we'll have this discussion. So, okay. The, COVID-19, the coronavirus that's taking over everybody or taking over, you know, around, it has a mortality rate of about 3%. And they say about 80% of people will have, you know, light symptoms and then, you know, return to life as normal. I'm going to pose a hypothetical to you because I think like this, I think this will lead to a, a bigger conversation. So what, what happens if, you know, tomorrow or a week from now, and this is not like, this is purely hypothetical, purely for fun. It's not meant to scare anybody, not meant to, to worry anybody that this could possibly happen because, you know, no, no sign that this is anywhere close to reality. But let's say tomorrow 
there's a news conference from the the coronavirus task force, whatever, and uh, the guy, the Dr. Fucci or the guy from the, uh, the the infectious disease guy that's been like the face of all of this. Hold on real quick. I want to touch yeah. on something. Okay. Uh, CVTF is probably the coolest initials <laughs> for a task force of all time. <laughs> right. So let's say that the, so. let's say the CVTF comes out and they say, guys, girl, gals, everybody, uh, COVID-19 has a mortality rate of 3.1%, right? Hypothetically. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, due to dipshits like people in at Clearwater Beach uh, who were not practicing proper social distancing and all that, which is another phrase I'm getting kind of tired of, but uh, I'm just hearing over and over and over again. Um, I believe the practice is important, but... So let's say let's say they come out and they're like, since people aren't practicing this enough, this isn't happening. Unfortunately, the virus has mutated, and now it's it's COVID twenty, and COVID twenty, unfortunately, where COVID nineteen has a survival rate of three percent, or has a has a mortality rate of three percent. COVID-20 has a survival rate of 3% once you get it. I, I thought this was lighthearted. No, it's going to be lighthearted because I promise you I'm going to get to a place that's going to be okay. real funny. So they say, you know, once you get it, right. once you get it, you have two weeks and then you die once you contract it. So knowing, knowing that once you get it, you have two weeks. So like material possessions aren't a big deal and you know, so you so you don't need to like loot stuff, and you're not doing stuff like you're not, you know, um, like trying to go, you know, buy stuff and accumulate things. What do your last two weeks look like? Like, what what is important to you to get in in your last two weeks that you would want to do that you make sure that you do? A lot of time with family and friends and doing the things I've enjoyed. Um, literally find some old WrestleMania, probably one of the like awful ones, and host a big watch party. Wait, no, wait. Am I allowed to see people? Like, once I have it, can I spread it? I mean, it's contagious. So, I mean, you could ask people, but there's no guarantee that people are going to show up. Shit. Uh,. I mean, you could do like a watch along, like a, like a, you know, you could, yeah. uh, um, like you could watch uh, along and, and see if people would want to. And then a, a lot of like FaceTimes, mm-hmm. a lot of, a, a lot of probably really sad phone calls to my mother. <laughs> uh, that's sad. Now, like, okay, let's, uh, let me ask you, like, is, 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 is there something that like you've, is it, is it a time where it's like, there's something you've always wanted to do, like learn how to do, because like, keep in mind, like the potential for like, you can't be like, well, I want to fly somewhere because like if pilots get it, they're not going to go to work. Like a lot of people are going to stop going to work. So like, if you wanted to go somewhere, it would have to be a place where like you could drive or like if you found someone that would fly you, but you'd have to probably pay quite a bit because it would be a, you know, a, a, a tough commodity. Um, but is there anything that like you've always wanted to like learn how to do or like a, an experience that you've wanted to do that this would be the time for? Drive cross country. Okay. Um, I really would. I would, uh, if someone wanted to tag along with me, I wouldn't be opposed to the company, but I would understand if no one did. But, uh, the furthest West in the United States I've ever been and I describe it this way because I genuinely don't know which one is further West is either new Orleans or St. Louis. Okay. That in September, but until then, uh, that's the furthest west I've been. And if I was told I only had two weeks to live, I would take selfishly. I would probably take five of those days and drive cross country. All right. That well, let's see. That would be that would be a fun way to uh, to enjoy the country. Probably towards the end, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> probably. Sure. Yeah. Probably like you know some of the last five. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know what I, you know, you know, one thing that I would want to do and you're going to laugh Fix at the same time. Uh, well, well besides that, um, absolutely. <laughs> like I would just start having like raging sex parties. No, um, 
I would I would want to try like a bunch of different drugs that I had never tried that I've never tried mm. before. Like, but, but like I would have to it would it would be weird because like I wouldn't want to get addicted because could you imagine how much it would suck to like addicted to heroin yeah. in your last like ten days of life? Yeah, like 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 you try heroin on like day three and then you're super addicted and then like that's your last little bit. Like that would be the worst. Like, even if I knew I was going to be dying, like, pills and needles are still way too scary to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I probably would, like, still still, still, still steer clear of those. Uh, hypothetically, if we were talking, like, mushrooms and uh, weed. Yeah. Yeah. Would you, yeah. Would you drop acid in the last two weeks? Ooh. I don't know about that. Like that's that's where that's kind of like where my line is. Where I'm like, I don't know if I would drop acid in my last. If I wanted a psychedelic, if I wanted a psychedelic, though, I'd just I'd just do mushrooms. Right. Yeah. That's 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 a fair call. Um, I've heard I've I've heard acid and LSD are just intense. Yeah, I don't know if I could handle it. Like, I don't know if I could do it. What I would want to do is I would want to, like, drop acid and then, like, go to a very visual thing, like, to a theme park or something. Yeah. Just to, like, see what happens when when I do that. I think that just would be Just go to, like, the, the Arboretum or something. <laughs> like, something's, like, full of, like, lush forest. Yeah. Now, like, a lot of greenery, so I could just, like, wander around. Yeah. But that being said, uh, I, I have definitely <clears throat> never... <clears throat> <laughs> done any illicit drugs no oh, of course not we're a drug free drug free uh, drug free so I, would, I would consider drop i would consider dropping acid it would be like, uh, i don't know and and part of me is just like i just i don't know like i uh, like i guess that's the that's the like real big dork in me that i'm like i like i i don't know i've never tried it and i live like one of my roommates at one point kept a bunch of acid in the apartment which i like we had to get him to get out um of the apartment because that that's you know a lot but like i'm like man if it's if i got two weeks left i'm probably gonna do i'm, I'm probably gonna take a hit of acid like i'm i can't lie yeah i would probably Drop. drop acid and like pretend like i'm quint from jaws <laughs> like that's probably one of my days i would uh because I'm not even a big, like, I don't give a shit about, um, like, I just don't care about, like, tourist things or anything like that. But having never been to the West Coast, like, be, that would probably be, like, the number one thing I would plan. But I would also do, like, uh, oh, gosh, I wish there would be a way I would know it was coming so I'd get, like, some true absinthe. Oh, yeah. From, like, yeah. the Netherlands. Um Something like that, and um, I would probably, like, find a way to get uh, my three buddies in Louisville together and do, like, one final game night with them. Okay. Uh, record, like, a farewell show with yeah. you guys. Uh, you know, just meaningful stuff, yeah. and yeah. I'm telling you right now, first thing right out of the gate, pants no longer a thing in my world. Oh God, no! Like pants out the like you can just forget the fact that like pants like to me at that point pants do not exist. Like it's just a just not a thing that's going to happen like at all anymore. So sorry, everybody's going to know what's in my underwear drawer because I'm just not wearing pants. It's just a fact. If they quarantine us for two weeks and I'm stuck in my apartment, pants aren't going to be a thing. <laughs> pants are pants are a memory. Oh yeah, pants are so 2019. Just not a thing that's going to happen. So okay, so here's the other question. Okay. So you're at the end of your two weeks, and and this could actually also be like now, like realistically now, like when when you die. Do you want to be buried? Do you want to be like what? What's your afterlife wish? Like, like wishes for for you? Like, are you gonna? Do you want to be like donated to science? Uh, no, and like, there's a fucked up reason I don't. Okay. Um, I read about there was this story. Um, this guy's mother got uh like stage four cancer, and she decided to donate her body to science, and like her son, you know, made sure everything was taken care of. 
And it got back to him that he they had donated his body to science and whatever hospital or whatever it was sold his mother's body to the Department of Defense and they used her to test a blow-up vest. Oh, yeah, that's not okay. Absolutely not. Um, cremate me, put me in some sort of like potted thing and use me to grow a tree or something. <laughs> or something. Cause, cause see, here's, here's, here's where it gets fun. Like this is where, this is where we take a fun turn in the show right now. If you're, if you're like, man, this has been kind of gloom and doom right now. Hmm? Cause I, I, at first, at first I was like, I was on, I was totally on board with the cremation thing. Okay. And then I started to do a little bit more looking into options. And have you ever heard of Alcor? Alcor? Alcor. Yeah, Alcor. It's a company in Arizona. And what they do, what Alcor does, it's a certified cryogenic freezing company. And so what they do is uh, you you sign up for this service, you pay for this service, and they will cryogenically freeze your body until they can unfreeze you and uh, basically turn back the clock of life. And okay. so much like, and it, it, it's a little bit different than how it appears in one of your favorite shows, Futurama. But the more I read about the, the concept of cryogenically freezing, the more I'm kind of on board. And so this company, Alcor, uh, you can find their website. And they have an FAQ page. And first of all, it's one of like the best, most well thought out professional FAQ pages I've ever seen because they have like general questions, scientific questions, morality questions, legality questions. And it's all divided up very easy for you. Um, like for instance, you know, um, some of the questions include things like, um, you know, what is cryonics? And, you know, cryonics is, um, uh, it's, it's a, it's, it's named after this, um, it's from the Greek cryos, which means icy cold. It's the low temperature, oh. low temperature preservation of humans who can no longer be sustained by contemporary medicine in the expectation that they can be healed and resuscitated in the future using more advanced medical technologies. So basically what it is, is it's like if you have a condition or if you're, you're, you know, you're, you're uh, going to die, you can be cryogenically frozen with the hope that at some point in the future, they can unfreeze you, cure you, whatever your ailment is. And then you go on living life. And so this company um, now, you know, has anyone ever been revived? And it says no adult human has ever been revived from temperature far below freezing at this point. Cryonics patients are cared for in the expectation that future technologies will be available to reverse damage associated with the cryonics process. So what it is. And, and here's, here's what you do is because, you know, you, you can do – this company offers it several ways. You can freeze your entire body. You can freeze just your head like Futurama. Or can be a head in a jar? You can be a head in a jar. Or you can freeze just your brain to be Ooh. then put – to be transferred into another body at another time. So uh, <laughs> it leads to a couple of questions. Okay. Number one. Okay, so one of two like one of two things happens when you decide to do this. Because we're gonna get into the financial part here in a second, because this whole thing, the whole concept of this just fascinates me. Because I I thought, like literally no joke, like I thought this was just like a science fiction thing that's not based in reality at all. 
I had no idea that there's actually a company that will cryogenically freeze your body, your head, or just your brain for a future date. And so let's say, let, let's say you get cryogenically frozen. Like, let's say I get frozen. Okay. So like 300 years from now, they thaw me out and, you know, uh, so, so like, and I'm fine, right? Like I, I'm, I'm the way I am now. So one of two realities is now my existence. Number one, I have no friends or family and I'm all by myself. And I guess it's kind of like jail where they give you like a pair of sweatpants and 300 bucks and they kick you out the door and you're just kind of left to, to fend for yourself. Or number two, I've got like a great, 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 great grandson. And now I'm just burdened to him. Cause I don't understand That's how great. things work. Right. Um, and so I, I like I don't I don't know how things work like I don't know what currencies are being used and all this stuff like I don't know so I'm just like this tremendous burden on my aunt, my 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 descendant who then you know turns against me and doesn't like me so but I'm kind of like the more I read about it like I'm really kind of into it like I'm, I mean I, I I can see the I can definitely see the appeal. The thing that would make me nervous is unfrozen and coming to the terms with the fact that every person you have ever, and I mean, ever cared about is dead. Yeah. Like they're gone. Like there's nobody left, but here's the thing. So then you're like, well, what am I going to do for work? Because I don't understand like what the world is at this point. Right. <laughs> I got to figure it figured out. I got your job. You ready for this? This is what I would do. Uh, when Free I, boy? Well, no, no. What I would do is I would I would say I would go on speaking tours and I would say you throw your history books away because okay. you don't need them because I'm your living history book. I will tell you everything that happened, and then also you get the the benefit of you can kind of reshape it if you if you if you want. You can be like, oh, I know that's what they wrote, but really this is what happened. And you can kind of reshape the past to be a little bit better than it was. Because uh, there are some points in history that kind of suck, and you can kind of, you know, reshape it a little bit if if you were if you were that kind. But you, yeah, you, like you're the human history book. You like throw your history textbooks away. I will tell you about you know the housing crunch of 2008. I'll tell you about the Great Depression. I'll tell you about all this stuff. I'll tell you about all the world wars, all that stuff. Like, and and you could go around and speak, and that's your job. Yeah, I'd be into that. Like you could do You'd it. You'd be like quasi famous from it. Yeah, too. Yeah. yeah, you would be. You know, you would. You'd get your fifteen minutes of fame, and then some, because you would be. <laughs> you'd be the only guy. And that's here's the best part about it is nobody could tell you that you're lying. Yeah. My <laughs> dream has always been more than to become uh, more than con famous. So. Uh, well, I'm yeah, kind of into that idea. You're 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 con famous right now, and this is the chance to take the next step. Oh. And so here's here's what they tell you is is uh, take a guess if you haven't read reading through the FAQ take a guess about how much this this process costs. Just take $2000. How much? How much? 20 20,000. Oh no. Oh no, higher. You're not thinking high enough. Uh 125,000. Whole body $200,000. 200k. Now I know you're like, how do you how do you pay for that, right? The average person can't pay 200k to freeze your body, right? It's true. Here's how they do it. They got this figured out. What you do is, and this is what they suggest you do, is you take out a, a 200k life insurance policy, and then you name them as your beneficiary, so that when you die, they that money immediately goes to them. That's the cost of your cryogenic freezing. So it's paid for. Technically, nothing out of pocket. And it doesn't even have to be your only life insurance. Like, you could have a life insurance policy, you know, to take care of the family, take care of your expenses, all the other stuff, like to clear up your estate, whatever. But if they argue that you're not really dead. Oh, well, that's the thing. In order to legally be cryogenically frozen, you have to be legally dead. It's, it's, it's technically illegal to be frozen if you're not legally dead. That's, that's, the only, that's the only asterisk. So you have to be dead, and then your insurance, the life insurance goes to them, 
and then they, that pays that pays for it. So it's technically like you don't you you could get this done and 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 not pay a penny because it's all insurance. It's, it's I like it. It's crazy. Like it's it's, it's so so my question so uh, like. So I'm I'm reading through this right because I'm I'm just like I'm bored I'm I'm looking through like you know afterlife options because at, at one point my running uh, first place uh, first choice was uh, I would be buried but I would want a webcam put in my coffin. Hell no. Um, I would want that and then like a website where you could go on and just like check in on me every so often. Uh, I think that would be cool. But barring that, just from. Just from my psychology course I took, um, and we did like this whole thing about like death and we were talking about it and it's like the comparison in just cost alone. Yeah. A burial funeral averages like close to 28 to $30,000 to pay for the plot, the headstone, the casket and the service. See, that's too much. Yeah. Meanwhile, the average cremation is like four grand. See that? Yeah. And then you can have your ashes spread wherever you want. Put me in some small soil and then six months later, smoke my ass one last time. <laughs> All right. So, so Alcor has been in, in business since like the seventies. So sometime in the seventies, right? Yeah. How many people? Also, I, I, oh, I have to touch on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Al, Al, Alcor sounds like the company Al Gore would start if he wanted to be a supervillain. <laughs> Alcor, your best interest at heart. P.S. Solar power. That's what he would do. He would grind people up and make them into solar powered, like solar panels. That's Alcor. In the Al Gore world. So you were going to ask, yeah. how many people do I think have done so, this? Yeah, so, yeah, uh, Al Gore has been around since the 70s. Uh, how many people do you think have paid? Okay, it, it's, it's, it's um, 200 grand for the full body, and it's 80,000 for just the head. So okay, how, how many, much for just the brain? Uh, it's sixty-ish. They're they're unclear okay. on that one. That one is not very common, and they're very kind of like I guess they don't really like to do that one. That one's kind of like a last case, uh, worst yeah, case. Uh, we are probably years and years and years and years and years oh, away yeah. from being able to transfer a brain into yeah. a different body. So really, they, they they push the two. They push the full body. They push just the head. So two hundred thousand, eighty thousand. How many people do you think have opted for one of these since the seventies? Since Alcor has been started, seventy five hundred. Oh man, see, you're, I love your optimism. I love your optimism. They have currently right now 176 people who are frozen right now. Really? Yeah. So there's 176 people right now who are in their, like, airplane hangar or wherever they are in Arizona that are that are fro- and those are the people that are like they're fully like they have fully paid they are fully in the process like they are frozen right now and they have them in like this if you know like the um uh think of it like a like a chamber of a revolver that's up on its end and then like instead of bullets it's like these cylinders and that's where the people are like they're frozen inside these like steel cylinders Sounds like something out of a Blade movie when they're like it's, harvesting blood. It's like if you look at some of these pictures, like on on their website. There's also another really creepy part of the website that I will not go to anymore because it's it it upsets me a great deal. But so these people are all like in these steel cylinder chambers, like standing up and down, standing upright in these big encased things. They have 176 people now. Knowing that, do you think there's more men or more women? And men are, oh, far and away. I would guess probably 120 of them are men. God bless. You're close. 100, 129 male and 46 female. Uh, yeah. yeah so those are the stats. So here's the one part of the website that I will not, I will not travel. I went, I went once. I won't go anymore. They have PDF patient files on everybody. 
Oh God, no! And it tells Absolutely you like not. it tells you like it has pictures of them, and it tells you like their story. Each one's like five pages, and it tells no. you like the their entire story. Um, in 1992, they froze their first HIV patient. Um, like this, this is fascinating to me that there's this whole like that there's like a commu- a little community of frozen people. Inside this like warehouse that they have, it's just, it, this is this is remarkable. Like it's 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 wild. Like yeah, uh, a person uh, aren't cryonics patients dead? And the answer is a person who can be resuscitated is not dead. Therefore, if cryonics patients are preserved well enough that they might someday be resuscitated, then they aren't dead. They are cryopreserved. So that's that's the technical term for it is cryopreserved is what you are when you're when you're in there. Uh, I'm going to once again repeat my phrase and go with <laughs> nope. Really, like so so this this does not appeal to you at all. You don't see yourself as a cryo. Uh, I, I, I don't person? see it happening, man. <sighs> I, I don't see it happening. I think by the time we get to that point, uh, you know, and. S- bless up and hope that we don't come down with any chronic level of disease. Um, By the time we're like, by the time we get to 60 ish, they're going to have a cure for Alzheimer's. Yeah. Like I firmly believe that. Uh Um, And I think they're going to find ways to, you know, with blood pressure medications and exercise and healthy, like, you know, there are ways to ensure that you can like take care of your body. Right. Uh, I'd like to think that by the time my time comes, I'm just going to be ready to say bye. Um, and again, it's it's what I touched on. Like, I just I can't imagine like being ready and like saying goodbye to everyone, knowing that at some point down the line, and they're all gone. Um, like that just really, that sounds like a fucking bummer. (laughs) What if though, what if though, like aside from a handful of people, like a small handful, like, I don't give a shit about people. And I'm like, I really don't care because the worst part about life is dealing with other people. Well, so I'm like, here's, here's the only other part that's concerning to me. Is the question is how soon after the heart stops must cryonics begin? And cryonics procedures, Ooh. right? Cryonics procedures should ideally begin within the first one to two minutes after the heart stops, and preferably, oh, with, preferably within fifteen minutes. So, do you just have somebody like on standby? Like, do they have people on call to just yes, come like in it. and like, or is it like, or is it like listed in your? Will and stuff if you're in like the hospital or something that it's like, bam, he dies, take him down, put him in one of the like right. morgue freezers right now. Uh, because what, and like, what about the people that like, how many times have you heard it where someone's like, you know, I went in to talk to the doctor and he said, I have six months to live. And that was four years ago. And so like, Ooh. so like that's, that's the asterisk to me is like, how are you sure that, you know, you could be like adequately preserved, like in a timely fashion. That's a concern. So basically, uh. what I'm what I'm saying, <laughs> what I'm saying with all of this, because then I have other questions too. Because okay, you're telling me from the '70s, they have 176 people that have paid at most two hundred thousand dollars. So hold on a second. I'm gonna, I'm going to do this math real quick. I'm going to get out my calculator. Um, and I'm going to say they have 176 people at most $200,000. So since the seventies, they have brought in $35,200,000. That's, that doesn't sound like enough to keep those people. Right. So where are they getting the funding from? Yeah. Where's the funding coming from? Like who's paying their bills? Because $35.2 million is not enough. Because you you know that all their money's got to go to research and development and paying scientists and stuff, so like they got it. Their expenses have to be really high. 
So I, I have a lot of questions, is what I'm trying to say. And so I, I have. Like, I've reached out to the company to try and get somebody to come on the show and talk about it. And so, I, like, I don't know if, if these questions, because, like, I'm, I'm, like, I'm telling you, like, since last Wednesday, like, I've been obsessed with this. It I've, sounds it. I've been reading about this. Like, I've been reading through the FAQs, and I've been, I've been like, trying to, because, like, like, the more I read about it, the more I'm like, this might be my, like, my go-to. Like, I kind of am into this. Like, I'm kind of into, you know, towards the end of my life, taking out an insurance policy and, and, and doing this. Like, I'm, I'm almost sold. Like, I'm on, the, I'm on the fence of being sold on this. And I can tell. I mean, you sound into it, man. Um, well, I mean, it, your plan sounds easier than my friend Zach's. You've met Zach a handful I have. of times. I big, have. big guy tattooed. Uh, I am under strict orders to, uh, it is not going to be written in his will anywhere. I am under strict orders to steal his body and take it out to the desert and burn it. Wow. I can't remember when or why that joke started, but uh, that's the plan. That's the plan. I'm going to commit. That's I'm going to be out committing some felonies. <sighs> I need him to write a uh, to write a will saying that uh, I'd like someone to kind of yeah, you know, do something to the body so it's not going to decompose while I'm driving it out to the desert. Because here's the other uh, here's the other business, and we we also here well we need to do an episode about uh, like where I pitch like a Shark Tank kind of episode because I've got a bunch of inventions and business ideas that I need to run by you. <laughs> but here's oh here, I'm so into that idea. Here's here's my uh, here's my business idea is um, you sign up for this service, and when you die. We go to your house and we erase your DVR. We clear your internet history. We format your hard drives. And like, we basically get rid of all the embarrassing stuff. Like you write down all the stuff that you want us to do. Like you want us to like go to the attic, you know, third brick from the right, pull that out and burn those photographs. Like we don't go through your stuff. We don't keep all the stuff, but like we, we handle that part of it after you die because then, you know, your, your family goes through your house. And like, is it strange? Uh, is it strange that if we were to do something like that, like if I made up something like that, it would be a uh, make sure my father gets my edibles <laughs> that, I, that I don't have, not have. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. That that you, you don't do drugs, kids. Yeah, no, don't do that. Um, yeah, you you could specify that in the in the like you got to say where they are. And then, like, we go and we get them and we secure them from the house. And then we, you know, take care of them according to your wishes. So that's that, that that's just that, that's the tip of the the Shark Tank iceberg that I have for a future episode uh, where I've got a bunch of ideas for products, for services, for businesses um, that. I, I like I, I want I want to run them by you as if we were on Shark Tank uh, and you can. You can uh, give me your honest feedback on them. Uh, I, I can't express to you how into that idea that I am. <laughs> um, I just get to sit here and judge you for yeah. an hour and oh, ten yeah. minutes. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. oh okay. Um, yeah. I, I think I can make that work. So, so if I were to uh, <laughs> if I were to secure somebody from Alcor to come on the show and talk to us uh, and answer some of these questions, would you be into it? Absolutely. Uh, because I feel like there are some questions that cannot be answered by the, the FAQ page alone. And I have like, I, I, I like, I, I feel like I need to tell them to approach it. Like, listen, you almost got like, you, you got the fish on the hook. You just got to reel them in. Like I have a few questions left before I'm, I'm, I'm before I'm reeled in and on the boat. But these are very important questions that I need to know. Because I'm okay. in, I'm in. Like I am, I am in, and um, like I am, I am all about it. Like, 
This this is like yeah, like because it started out where I was just like, man, like everybody's kind of like not not in panic, but everybody's like you know an, an elevated sense, heightened uh, awareness and anxiety, and then it started out as like, what if you know. It, it was going to be like an asteroid. Like the government came out and said, okay, we have two weeks left to live because there's an asteroid coming. But then it was, well, you know, what were my, what were my post-mortem options? Not really realizing that cryogenics was a real option. Now realizing that it is, it's blown. My, like I, I didn't know that it was a real thing. That's kind of how it started. I had no idea that this was a real thing. I mean, uh, I was unaware of this. And again, I'm pretty sure this is just a cover-up for vampires. <laughs> um, just a cover-up for vampires, man. Because I'm, I'm calling it. This is uh, Deacon Frost from the original Blade movie that you haven't seen because you're an idiot. Um, oh, wow! <laughs> because you need to watch the first one before you watch the greatest thing ever put to film in the world that is Blade 2. That's true. No third movie. There's uh, no third movie. What? There's no. There's no third movie. Uh, I feel like I saw it in theaters. I don't. Oh uh, no, no, that was a fever dream you had. Oh, okay. Who, who else would? Why else would they put Triple H in a supporting role in anything? That's that's. You true. told me about this dream you had one time vividly about Triple H. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. The entire thing sounds so super villain. Like, yeah. can't you just read about like? Can't you imagine reading about Lex Luthor or like Kingpin? Kingpin would be great at something like this, convincing other rich dumbasses to give him two hundred thousand dollars to cryogenically freeze them. Well, and then my concern is like, what? And then if... he's like, "Go, go ahead. Sorry, sorry." I was going to say the, the, the payoff rate. to that is you know Kingpin's doing that blah 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 blah. And instead of paying Morbius to do his bidding, he's letting Morbius feed off the people that are frozen. Yeah, see that now. Now you're now you're starting to uh, now you're starting to. Uh, uh, so one of the questions for the Spider Man has to stop him. Uh, I think I, I think I could get in touch with him. Um, so one of the questions has to be: Is your company a front for vampires? Like that has to go on the question list. Absolutely. Um, so, but, but like my big concern after that is like the unfreezing process. What if, like, I get the dumbass intern that drops me out of the chamber and, I like, it cracks? And then they're well, like, I mean, well, fuck it, there are, goes his leg. Uh, how are you going to know? Right, <laughs> right. Or if I'm like, okay, listen, only freeze my head but attach it to, you know, this body. And then something happens to that body while I'm frozen in, like, the 300 years that I'm frozen. So they put me on, like either a ninth grader's body, which to me, no difference or like a, like a supermodel, like a, like a, like a real hot chicks body. <laughs> like, okay. But because, because you know, uh, like, like, you know, Ted Williams, it. Ted Williams, his family had his head frozen. So Ted Williams legitimately is like, he, he, his head is cryogenically frozen. So, Okay, let, 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 me, let me post a hypothetical to you before we reach out and touch America. Oh, we're uh, still reaching out and touching America Oh, tonight? yeah, we are. Oh, yeah, we are. Sweet. Um, so, okay, Ted Williams gets, gets uh, like, his head gets unfrozen, gets put on, gets sewn onto a body, and that body is, like, your ideal female body. Right? Like the ideal female body that you're, whatever it is in your mind, right? Okay. And so, if given the opportunity, would you be able to put a paper bag over Ted Williams' head and bang that body? Look up Ted Williams real quick. <laughs> yeah, look up like old Ted Williams, uh, like how he would look at that. The point. American baseball player? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Baseball player. Yeah. Okay. Ted Williams. Um, like, how could you? If if it was like the idea, like like the perfect. Oh no! 
Like the perfect, like, like your, your vision of what the perfect female body looks like, but it's got Ted Williams head on it. Could you put a paper bag over that head and bang that body? I would have an easier time if they put your head on a hot woman <laughs> and banging that body. Like it, it still sounds like Chris Flanagan. Like we're having the conversation about like nerdy stuff. And I'm just like, yeah, man, uh, by the way, do you want to plow? Like, <laughs> Is that just on the table, or do you want to be on the table? No. Um. I am flattered, but also slightly concerned by that, just so you know. Uh, I'm, like, half flattered, half, um, like, half chub. concerned. Yeah, oh, 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 half chub. I've been half chub since since I used the word bang. Um But, um, but yeah, so, like, it, it's it's there, like, like, at some point. Like you're gonna be out at a bar once the uh, the bands have been lifted, and you're gonna see like this this like you're gonna get from the back like you're gonna see this body, and you're gonna be like, damn, and they're gonna turn around. It's gonna be Ted Williams's head, and you're gonna be like, well, you know, I'm three white claws in. It's maybe not such a bad idea. I, I don't know. Uh, I don't think so, man. <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. Um, we'll see. We'll, we'll see if that happens, and we'll see uh, at some point if, if that's a legit if, – if really – I want to ask him about the vampire thing. Oh, yeah. Like we, we need to make sure to write that down because that's a damn good question. I need to know about how they're funded, uh, and we need to know if they're actually a front for vampires. And then we can say what we can do. What we'll do is we'll be like, okay, hold on. Like let us turn off the microphone. So that, you know, it's just us. Uh, we can talk off the record and then I'll go click. Okay, it's off. It's off now. Um, so, like, let, be honest. Like, are you guys really a front for vampire? Like, we'll, 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 we'll try and trick them that way. And, and we, can even, we can even be like, we can talk. Well, yeah, no, okay, so now look, the microphones are off. And we are in, you know, the, the cone of honesty has now come down on this conversation. So like with, it's not, yeah, yeah. it's not, a you marketing. can open up to us. Yeah, it's not I know a, you've never met us before, but you can no, tell us. No, it's not a marketing. It's not a marketing ploy anymore. Like we're not, we, we gave you the, 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 the plug, you know, we, we put you guys over. Um, and you know, now you can be honest with us. Like, is it really vampires? And then, and then we'll try and trick them that way and see if we can get them to admit it. And we'll see. I think that plan, I think the plan's going to work. I think, I, I think we could probably trick them. I'm into it. I'm into it. We can shut this thing down and, uh, as payment, uh, as payment, we can totally get, um, the government to give us like half of the money they've made. Yeah. I would say half is fair. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think half is, is more than fair. I mean, uh, especially if it's half to split between us, cause we would both, only yeah, we would both ultimately only end up with a quarter of it. Yeah. So yeah, like I, uh, I just like yeah, like I, I have to, I have to, uh, I have to know more about this. Oh, I absolutely have to know more about this. Um, so all right, so we're gonna we're gonna try and reach out and get somebody from Alcor uh, to come on and talk to us. And is that who we're calling? <laughs> no, 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 I wish. Um, oh, I was into it, man. Well, I was see, into it. See, because the problem is they have office hours uh, that are only, like, because they're in mountain time, but it always ends, their their office hours end when our show starts. So we can never actually just call the front desk. Uh, they have an emergency, like a 24-hour emergency line, but um, I feel like it's not really an emergency. Like, I feel like our questions are not an emergency. And so you, you got my numbers for tonight? Yes, yes. And I'm about to, uh, I'm about to put them in right now. Uh, Who, what area are we calling? Are we calling West Coast? Uh, we're, right. I had it as uh, we were going to call uh, Des Moines, Iowa, because I believe that is what oh, you said yeah. last time. Um, forgot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we can call another place if you want. Uh, no, 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 no. But no. Des Moines, Iowa was... Um, was where where I thought we wanted to call. Uh, let's see here. All right, let me tighten yeah, this. I'm into I'm in I'm into the idea of Des Moines. Okay. Um, and here we go. 
And let me I honestly couldn't just remember, I couldn't remember what I said last week. Okay, uh, so if you're unfamiliar with this, uh, we'll, we'll put a pin in the cryo the cryonics talk until we get somebody from Alcor on there uh, on the show, um, and we'll because uh, we'll, I've got more questions. I'm uh, I'm assuming that you've got questions. You have the FAQ page, so read it over, and then you know we'll we'll, we'll you'll definitely have questions by the time you're done reading it over. Um, but uh, if you're if you're unfamiliar. We have a a little a game we like to play called uh, Chris and it's either Chris and Chris reach out and touch America or Chris and Chris do America, where uh, what we do both are so good. I know what we do is we randomly type in a phone number, like it's completely random, uh, area code prefix last four. What because the way we do it is I have you at some point during the day send me the last four digits, and then we will pick. The area code, I will look up popular prefixes. I have not looked up this number to see if it's, you know, a whatever number, however we want to do it. Um, but what we do is we call them, we call this number, and we try and talk to whoever's on the other end and see if they'll answer some of our questions, just kind of get to know them. Because I feel like, and we as a show feel like, as Americans, we are disconnected from each other. And this is our way to kind of bring everybody closer. So um, I've got the phone number. Are you ready? But let's uh, let's reach out and touch somebody. All right, here we go. We are calling. We're calling Des Moines, Iowa. So let's see. They're in the say they're in Central Time. So uh, we'll see if we can get somebody here. Uh, let's see. Okay, here we go. Des Moines, Iowa. Welcome to Verizon Wireless. What? The wireless Damn customer it. you called is not available oh, at this we're time. Gonna leave, oh, we're Please try your call again later. Oh. Announcement uh, one. Oh, six, there's no one, message. Five, zero, dash, one. No message. Welcome to Verizon Wireless. Uh, the wireless customer. Damn it. Okay. Right. Okay. Okay. But the plus side is whatever the three digits you had at the beginning. Yeah. Are good. Yeah. So I'm going to have you switch the last number okay. in the thing I sent you. Okay. To an eight, and try it again. Okay. Hang on one second. Uh, let me. Uh, okay. Let me see here. Um, guys, copy. Okay, copy number. All right, perfect. All right, all right. Okay. Uh, paste, and we're gonna change that to an eight. All right. You ready? Fire away, big dog. All right, here we go. This is uh, the roulette game of Chris and Chris do America. Let's see if we can get somebody. Got shot down last week. Yeah. Last time, dude, was just like, no. Yeah. He was like, nah, not happening. If we can leave a voicemail, I would have him ask him to call me back or call us back. All right. This is promising. There's a lot of rings here. Oh, it's voicemail time. Hello. Hi, we are Chris and Chris. We're doing a podcast right now, and we uh, what we're doing is uh, we're calling people. We're based in Kentucky, and we're calling people. We randomly put in a phone number, and we like to call and just ask a couple questions to try and get to know people around the country. Do you have a couple minutes where we could ask you a couple questions? So you reached a cell phone of a public safety at a hospital. Oh, well, then I would oh, guess shit. that's okay. probably uh, a no, then. I'm really sorry about no, that. That's, that's, that's a definite no, then. Yeah. Uh, you uh, have a nice day. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and there we go. Okay. Uh, you reached a public safety officer yeah. at a hospital. Yeah. Okay. So uh, dude, I, I, I would say we should try someone else, but that's too good. I, I guess. Oh, good. do you think I should call him back and we can ask him about how he feels about cryonics? That guy sounded so yeah. uninteresting. He was like, "Quit wasting my time." Like he he was not, and he was not psyched. Um, try one more. You want to try another one? All right. You want you want one more? Uh, change the last number to a four. To a four. Okay. Four. I hope he just has multiple lines. <laughs> oh God! Wouldn't that wouldn't that be the greatest if it was like? If it was like you've reached two offices down from where you called before, numbnuts, like stop. 
<laughs> All right. Four. All right. Here we go. Let's do it. And dial. Why did it take him so long to answer, too, if it was a public health information phone number? Welcome to Verizon Wireless. Oh, this bitch. call cannot be completed because there are restrictions on this line. Right. Oh, there are restrictions on that line. Okay. Ooh. Well, we'll try again next week. All right. We had one good one. Uh, that, that was a pretty solid one uh, with the public information office. Uh, I, I don't know what's going to be better, that one or Tomas. Yeah, Tomas was pretty good. Cause, or the guy that just, like, it was good. the guy that was apparently in, like, a club in New York, and he was just like, no. <laughs> that, that was straight up someone just trying to get uh, their dick wet. He was like, no, I ain't got time for your bullshit. I can't believe it. That was that was good. That wow! Was good. In the in the midst of an outbreak, we called a public information office at a hospital. All right, leave it to us. Yeah, leave it to us. And I I, I don't think I have anywhere to go from there. Do you have yeah. anything? No, I don't. I'm tapped out. All right. I'm done. I'm done. I'm tapped out. We uh, reach out and spoke to a hospital. We discussed yeah. what happens when you're cryogenically frozen because it's definitely a front for something creepy. <laughs> I think uh, we, we will be your source of, of a release, a getaway over the next few weeks. We will do whatever we can in our power to make things better and give you a release and give you some time to just fuck off and do whatever you want and just like let your mind go because we are your best friends in the world.